Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mashko. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You, you, can, you can do that. And then there's features. Hello, Internet. And we got a lot of people, and there's a lot of ends in this one. Mr. <laughs> Mauer. Beep you. Ooh, there was, Ooh. A, there was that was a good beep. Uh, the you uh, fell off, but the beep was solid. Yeah, you that know was what? a solid beep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to turn it back because we have a first-time guest for our show that I'd like first to time. Never been introduce to our listeners. <laughs> um, he's a long-time listener um, and actually behind the scenes had a lot to do with our show. Um, a friend of the, the Firesiders from the beginning, we have Mr. Rye Patterson. Oh, hey, First time caller, long-time us. listener here. First time caller, long time <laughs> listener. Hi. Hi, how's everybody doing? We've received your letters and and uh There's a little deception here. Okay. For anyone listening, I'm formally known by the great name of Felix Hergood. And I'm going by my Judeo Christian name, <laughs> Rye Patterson. So you know how That's like me. every time that Felix was on or now Rye was on, we would always mess up and call him Rye anyway. <laughs> now yeah. It's like it's like Gail got it, but like you know, in house. Man, I'm gonna have to change. <laughs> I had my that phone. man's name right. I had a thing. Well, I mean, I don't. You can. I still respond to Felix. I mean, people call call me at work because there are people that got to know me through while I was, you know, Dreamy. I don't know when I was doing the podcast, but. Whatever. It's I, I, I'm I'm gonna pivot right now, man. I'm gonna pivot. I don't know what direction I'm going. So I'm definitely not going in the direction of Felix anymore. So All right, well, Ryan Patterson, thanks for joining the show for the first time. <laughs> yeah, glad to be here. So uh yeah, welcome to uh to the only show since that's just Wednesdays now. <laughs> and for the fans that say they missed the Friday show, I just wanted to point out that this is the Friday show. It's the Wednesday show. It's the any show we want. Um, so keep listening because a lot of times recently we have talked more about the topics. We just haven't done a game in a while, which we might do a game soon. Yeah, let's uh, do it. And uh, yeah, I think it's time we for me do to come up fusion. with a new game. I want to come up with a new game. Oh, okay. I still think we do another fusion. Those were fun. Fusions were fun. Fusions were fun. <laughs> Thanks, Peach. <laughs> I think we have Moshko do something with music in our next game. Oh boy, hey. that'll take some planning. Oh, that that could actually, you know what? That could be really good. Actually, you make a playlist full of songs from comic-related stuff and see if you can guess the movie that it's from or a show in this case. Okay, I think that'd be and, fun. Yeah, you know? and we can say it can be like, you know, how many seconds do we need to hear of the song to know what it is, and then guess oh, the thing. The, <laughs> maybe maybe everybody has to guess individually and the quickest you get it gets you the the more points. We'll 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 come up with this offline. 
would you do songs or would you do full uh, like score, like Ooh, main theme, anything, deep cuts, both? All I know is I'm gonna yeah. go two seconds. Is the longest that you're allowed to listen to it. Ooh, I like that. One. I like that. Two okay, so in, in the comments, feel free to tell you if that's a good idea or not. But we got yeah. a lot of things to discuss on All this right, yeah. Wednesday Friday <laughs> show. <laughs> so, uh, and, and honestly, if you really like the Friday show, let us know because maybe we could just switch the dates. Then there's no Wednesday show. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's go around. Let's round robin real quick and let's talk about what our topics for the day are. Uh, I'll start because we have to go with Moon Knight because we've set that precedent and Mauer's on the show. So we are 100% talking Moon Knight. I said that it's not going to be my topic again because I've been force-fed that topic for four (laughs) weeks in a row. And I have opinions on other things, guys. Like this week, I want to talk about Sony. Okay. Just Sony. Just Sony. In general. Just (laughs) Just Sony. In general. And Moshko, if you're not talking about that last piece of news that you put up in there. I, I wasn't going to, but we can bring it up since we brought it up uh, a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll leave that the I, cliffhanger I don't even know there. What Moshko's going to talk about? We'll leave a cliffhanger there, but I but I want to know because I know Rye is a huge Punisher fan, so I think maybe we'll talk about the new run of Punisher and and which I know ah, nothing about. So, so maybe I don't we know won't. How much I could talk? But if about you're it. good, the, the first issue's been out for a while. I think maybe we should talk about the cliffhanger at the end. Maybe. But it's the one where he has the the new yes. logo, right? Is yeah, that what you're talking about? Logo, yes. yeah. I'm familiar with that, but I just don't know the details. Right. We'll tiptoe around it. All right, Feach, what are you bringing up? I am actually going to bring up uh, Wolverine's new power. Word. And when you say Wolverine, you mean Logan or Laura? Ah, to be continued. It's not. It's, it, it's, it hasn't been docking in a long time, man. Let's let that go. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let's I mean, let that go. <laughs> Dark Avengers just, just is a fight past some of that. <laughs> it would it would be uh X twenty three. It seems how she X-23. is the new Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Well, let's um let's oh yeah, and then Mr. Hergood, obviously, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rye Patterson. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you talk about the Thor Love and Thunder trailer? Like no, we didn't have a discussion about that. I was kind of blown away by it, and for a lot of reasons, and I'd like to talk about those reasons. Okay, so we got Ruby. Moon Knight, we got Love and Thunder, we got Punisher, so and we got X Men. And you can't just can't hide it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of things that excite Mauer, let's start with Moon Knight. Let's just get this out of the way because <laughs> because wow. So that was spoiler the worst alert episode for the... of the goddamn show so far. Wow. I disagree. I disagree. It's the most promising episode of the show so far, but still, we, we could say GD on here. He said GD. Oh, we're saying every well. He did say GD. You can say goddamn. That you're allowed to say that on cable TV. We're light on the F. How many times are true. we allowed to say GD? Is it in? That's our so rules. A total of three times it, for it's the, not one of George Carlin's. It's no, not, if it's not on, TV, on TV, we're good. Like <laughs> okay, HBO <laughs> Max. And when TV? we're live, if we ever do a live stream, you can say whatever you want if it's an explanate like a uh, expletive and not planned. So got it. Back to Moon Knight. The I think the pro I really actually enjoyed the episode because of the twist at the end, but the mm-hmm. the twist at the end bothers me because it should be the twist of the show, not just something you tag in at the last couple episodes. Like it should it should be a that twist way. Twist in the opposite way that it is a twist. So for anybody not getting what we're talking about, and you don't care about spoilers. This is obviously when we find out that well, Mark 
uh, slash Steven were in an insane asylum this whole time. Potentially. We'll see what the, today's episode has for you guys. Um, yeah, but, but I don't us, think it we was still got a couple that he was in an insane asylum. I think it's all in his brain of him. He's getting shot and he's re- going into his brain. And in his brain, he is in the insane asylum. Like, sure, in that his mind. Ab- that's absolutely it. Th- yeah, I'm agreeing with agreeing with Maurer on that one. That's not we don't know anything for sure, but that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but it, to me, it's it it highlights the problem with the show, which is where uh, Egyptian mythology took over the character of of Mark Spector instead of Mark being the central aspect of the show. It is kind of sidelined for uh, ancient Egyptian mythology. Moon Knight isn't even the main part of the show. Like, <laughs> Stephen Grant. There's to be. more action sequences that you see from fake Marlene than anybody else in the show. Well, let's uh, let's round. Let's. There's so many of us on the show today. Let's round robin and let's get get some quick snap. What everyone thinks. So, Mauer, kick us off. Give us uh, give us your quick rundown. You know, I every time I get excited that the episode is going to do something cool they make a right turn. So at the end of the last episode where we saw, you know, he loses the powers of Kancho. He's like, oh, well, maybe, you know, he's just going to have to fight and he might make his own costume or he might do something. But no, he turns back into Indiana Jones. (laughs) Fake Marlene has a cool fight scene. And then at the end, we get the fake twist from the comic where in the comic, you know, he is going to a strength who's trying to manipulate him. This, it's like, oh, it's a dream sequence, it seems. And it's just, I'm going to say it again for the millionth time. It feels like they did a Google image search, used some iconic imagery from his comics, and then just told a story about Egypt. Yeah, I, I think they learned from Shang-Chi that if you, you can focus on the culture surrounding a, a weaker character, assuming that Mark was weaker, when he's one of the most interesting characters that Marvel's ever produced. So instead of focusing on the inner turmoil of Mark, which is what's intriguing about Moon Knight in the first place, we're focusing heavily on Egyptian mythology, which is still cool, but it's not Moon Knight. And that's, I think, the, the crux of the, the show. It's not supposed to be the center. Like, the big thing with Moon Knight is he's a devout Jew who's actually seen and is fighting against other gods. He is just a guy who normally doesn't have quote unquote superpowers that's going up against like superhuman and supernatural beings. So when you see him go up, okay, I'm going to go fight this 17 foot tall monster, it's like just some random dude doing it. So you feel for him. You know, you see him with his injuries, but they don't have that. They have him be, you know, invincible. They took every cool aspect of the character. And just wiped it away. Uh, Mr. Patterson, what'd you think? Uh, I I have zero experience with the comics. I've never read them. Um, I didn't know much about the character other than what you've guys told you. You guys have told me over the years that that he has multiple personalities or whatever. Um, I thought that they demonstrate the multiple personality. The the fact that he's a not trustworthy narrator. I think they do that really well. I don't know if the comics portray him as not trustworthy. But he definitely is coming off as a not trust, trustworthy manager. I think in response to the fact that you guys, I think it's very interesting that you guys are discovering that this show is more about Egypt because the director, Mohammed Diab, is a said bag. specifically, 
who said specifically that he shame. wants to make the show more culturally appropriate. Scum and that's what he deeper. did. And you guys are nailing it. You guys got it. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> he's not scum. What? Like, you use. You use the biggest, harshest words for things that you don't like. It's amazing. You interpreted <laughs> it, it literally how he intended yeah, it to but be that's, produced. That's <laughs> like me going, I'm going to make a Superman show, but it's not going to be about Superman. It's going to be about the core of New York because New, York, New York's he, not portrayed correctly. The, the, cure, the, the pure comic fan was left out of the conversation when he went Not even the a comic movie. fan. People have, as a fan of an adventure action-packed movie, because he didn't care about that. He rather put on a documentary for Egypt. They, he, he literally said what he's that doing. They, they, changed the, they changed the last episode to incorporate the uh, hippo god, because he just found out that she existed, or it existed, he existed, whatever it is. Just found it existed, so they had they they had a, a concept that they wanted to do for the show, and then had to change the concept when he learned about who that god was because he just wanted to get a giant talking hippo in the show. <laughs> I'm not making that up. You know, <laughs> I'm not making it, that up. The the god they're already talking about is part hippo because she's alligator, lion, and hippo because those were the three animals uh, around the river that were the most violent and punishing. So there was already part hippo in the dam show but you know give us fantasia they just but with they... no with no knowledge pr prior to what the comics are i thought the first two episodes were really great the third episode was incredibly boring and slow and the fourth episode like picked up on that and made it a little bit more entertaining and i did kind of like the twist i didn't know what was going on and i was like wow this is mesmerizing this is interesting um and i kind of agree with mauer that it's probably not actually that that does this feel like a superhero show to you no it definitely feels like it's not connected to anything as well like it, like it's not connected to the marvel cinematic universe and that's where they're going to lose me if i get to the end of this and there is literally no direct connections to anything else i will lose it i will right, not right, not enjoy right, the show right right that's <laughs> to not, me that's this feels like it's all connection this entire now, show is nothing but hold propping on. something up hold on you can't <laughs> Hold on, have origins. Every origin connect to the broader picture. Sometimes the origin I like is that. Is, That's stop, what I enjoy. Stop. Hold on. <laughs> is world building so you have something to connect them to. But you how, silly, silly guy. Sometimes how, you have to bring in other things so they can connect. Yeah, I, I don't want it to be connected, and I feel like all it's doing is connecting to really? the God Butcher and, and tying um, that in. I don't Maybe, know but about I doubt that. that. How many episodes do we have left of Moon Knight? Two. two. Okay, two. Yeah, two so, to cram a whole bunch of shit. Technically, into. technically one, because those when this show comes out, you can watch the next episode yeah. of Moon Knight. So one <laughs> when you're listening to this. Okay, so um as a Moon Knight fan, but not up on a current runs, I like it, but I would say the last the uh, the last episode kind of brought things back into a different perspective for me. Um, the first couple were interesting to say the least. I I like the introduction of certain characters. Um, I'm not a big fan of Moon Knight being invincible because this is not it's not how I know the character. But I I, I get it. Uh, they're leaning more towards a, a supernatural thing with him and i guess that's okay um superhuman not supernatural well both because he's like a, he's like a mummy 
That's pretty supernatural. Mummies don't have the regeneration. <laughs> would you, you would dust you, those mothers? Wait, what? Uh, what? what? Do, you, do you have some rule book on mummies that I'm unaware of? <laughs> when you fight the Did mummy. Did you miss the Brendan Fraser movie? Like, <laughs> just that mummy su- super just saw the rock. Well, version. that was a god, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't yeah. he a god in the mummy movie? Oh, yeah. yes, and the god would lean towards the supernatural. I, when I think supernatural, I think vampires and zombies and werewolves, and, and mummies and are witches. in that world. We've learned that from Monster Squad. If we've learned anything from Monster Squad, but that mummies are involved in the supernatural, and the Wolfman has nards. I don't want to hear it. This Wait, isn't what? the mummies that we got in Monster Squad. This mummy Can't has be. more than nards because it's super-powered. Super-powered Supernatural nards. super-powered. <laughs> That's the name it of would be literally co- It would be literally copyright infringement if it was the mummy from Universal Monsters. <laughs> it, it can't be. Neither was, neither was the one in Monster Squad. None of the they all changed them so they weren't universal. So you just you just want to you no. you just don't want supernatural to work and it does so you know moving on. <laughs> all right, so anyway, uh, I like I like the fact that we get to see the different personalities. What I don't like is that Moon Knight they all and Mister <laughs> Moon Knight and Mister Knight have become. Hey, there's Jake of, could be cool. We don't know. <laughs> Jake could be cool, but Mark we gotta see. Isn't we bad. actually we just get don't Jake. get to see him. Poor, poor features. Every time features goes to talk, <laughs> Mark Spector is the Moon Knight I grew up on. So, like that part's cool for me. I I would like to see if Jake Lockley is what happens in this next coming episode, uh, just to make things make sense. And I think Jake um, Lockley is going to come out and he's going to be paralyzed in a wheelchair with a lisp, <laughs> and that's what they're going to have to deal with. <laughs> All right, Moscow. but I find it very interesting. I don't think he's, Moscow. I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's dead. They're all dead. No way. There's two more episodes to go. Get out of here. That's the irritating part. <laughs> baby Huey Baby Huey wrote Wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> Wheelchair. Wow. You got Drake coming in this mother. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I think you landed on something earlier. You said this would have been a great last episode. And I think we talked about it. I, no, I think it would have been a great, or, or if you wanted to make it as a teaser for a next season, but right. I think it would have made a great first episode. For, uh, Open up the show with with him in an insane asylum. And then just spend five episodes of him in an insane asylum and then little glimpses of other things would have been phenomenal. But instead, we're going to get to the first five minutes. I'm going to let you talk in a minute. We're going to get to the first five minutes of episode five. And Remember, he didn't want this topic. Hey, Kanye, can I talk? clear. He didn't want to talk about this. this up in the first five minutes of the next episode and waste what could be brilliant. Right. Go ahead, I agree. Moshko. It's garbage. Moving on. <laughs> now. Poor, poor Moshko. No, we'll and, like, we, we kind of called this or we down. talked about it or I said something about it. It'd be cool if, you know, the final scene is him in a, you know, award like we saw in a straight jacket or whatever. And that was the end of the show. So I think we got this a little early. I think that would have been a great kind of ending. And then, but I, uh, this is not what's actually real. This is in his head. He's in that place of in-between worlds where he might die, he might stay. Well, Jake could be in control of the body right now, which is why mm-hmm. he was in the sarcophagus. Now, so are we that's sure that's The reason they're out of the sarcophagus is the two, the two mentalities in the head. That, that, in the other sarcophagus, mm-hmm. I would be shocked if that's not Jake Lockley. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. That so would be shocked. Lockley. <laughs> they're not using Jake. It's Penelope Lockley. 
I don't know. Right. I, I, oh, I said at the beginning of this thing, I'm going to wait until the end of the sixth episode to really make my decision on it. I like the way the story went. Again, I'm not as invested as Maurer or really any of you guys on this. This is just me watching it. Read a couple books. Good stuff. Uh, the I want to see how it ends first before I give my final you know stamp of approval on this. It's it's a good story for the the Shuckies, as we we always like to say. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know that, that's uh, an old guy who used to be on the show all the time, Ian, who just not a big comic fan but loves the movies. That's Four the episodes in, group. seventy-two seconds of Moon Knight. Moving on. So I, I think yeah, let's let's move on. But I actually want to tie this into your topic, Mauer, because you want to talk about a bunch of Sony things, and Sony has just recently announced a a, a spinoff movie that you're going to go into a lot more detail about. But yeah, but before I get there, about, I, I want to start with something. Can I make my point? Or you no? want to be starting something? No, because your point is messing up what I want to go ahead and tell your point. <laughs> go ahead. I don't even know what I'm messing up. I'm just saying that they're treating Moon Knight as if he's a small enough character where they can take leeway and liberties like, say, a Steppenwolf in the Justice League or in the Justice League movie, where people won't care as much if you make dramatic changes. Where their mistake is, is that there is a core fan base who is going to be annoyed at, at the treatment of the character, which... Moving that. into Sony, <laughs> but it's not even that the fan, take the fan base out of it. They have source material that has a freaking amazing story. Cut all the fans of it out. When you're looking at subject matter, it's not like they had crap to deal with where they went, oh, there's some cool ideas in here, but there's nothing to work with. They had literally some of the best stories Marvel probably could tell there and still went, meh. Yeah, you're right. It's because they looked at sales. That's the sad truth, is they looked at how well Shang-Chi did. They looked at how well Black Panther did. I mean, the, the, the cultural-based superhero stories are doing phenomenally well right now. So they went with that formula because it makes a lot of money. And it's working. There are non-Moon Knight fans who love Moon Knight. I have never seen so many posts about Stephen Grant in my life. Yeah. Which is true. And it's a shame... Because those people that love this, I guarantee, would go through the moon. You know, All if they got, <laughs> oh, if they got an actual Moon Knight story. Uh, but going into Sony, they're doing the opposite with a. I don't even call him a Marvel character, a, a Marvel one-shot, two-shot appearance villain he was in uh, by, yeah, four panels by, <laughs> by the name of el murto uh and they're doing this for two reasons one they're capitalizing because they're casting bad bunny <gasps> international superstar bad bunny as this character um which macho can attest to wherever he goes in pop culture right now he brings <clears throat> eyes and he brings dollars so two years ago he was on wrestlemania and he was all every news network talked about. This why? character, why he can per- he performed. because internationally he, yeah, he uh, did well in international. He's one of the biggest selling artists right now. He's huge. I kind of love that he's Bad Bunny and he's a wrestler. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the, the 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 oxymoron there is incredible. Bad Bunny. Wrestler. Listen, I wanted to hate everything about him, and then he got in the ring, and you were like. He's a fan. So he's a fan of wrestling, and this character... So he's, 
He's hip hop. He's the Sixers mascot, hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> he turned out better sure. than you think he would have. He did. You didn't hate him. <laughs> like this this year, you had what? Uh, Jake was it? Jake Paul, not Logan Paul. It was Jake Paul who w- did some in ring stuff, and you had Pat McAfee, who was uh, Pat McAfee. He's amazing. I, I love that guy's show. It's it's amazing. I watch it almost every day now. Um, but Bad Bunny kind of set the tone for yep. celebrity performances moving forward if you watch wrestling way back when i I mentioned this to mauer we were going back and forth like when snoop dogg and Shaq were wrestling at wrestlemania it was it was horrible these guys are doing you know logan paul logan paul jake paul one of the paul brothers the guy he's paul we won't dive too deeply into wrestling but he's going to make a name for himself in wrestling in the next 10 years like no doubt about it who logan paul uh jake Paul. paul you're right Logan Paul was the one who did the wrestling thing. Logan Paul. Not Jake. Jake. Jake's the boxer. They both were Logan's on WWE yeah. this year, and that's why it's yeah. confusing. The, point, the, the Re- point is that the people that are, are jumping into this are putting their heart and soul into it because they have a history with the business and want to actually do well as opposed to just getting in there to get publicity. So that was a big thing with, I believe, Bad Bunny when he jumped into it. He needed to be... That's true of uh, Stephen right. Amell as well, yeah. right? Yep. And now he has an He's awesome show. He's legitimately considered one of, uh, in the biggest uh, group of wrestlers in the world right now. He's considered a member. Of it. But the reason why this is so important is this character that appeared in two comics is a luchador. His backstory is even based on the culture of luchador, where taking the mask off of another wrestler is where you derive your power from. And they took it to another level where that's how you had to prove yourself worthy to this mask handed down generation to generation. What people in the U.S. don't see is people like Rey Mysterio and those Mm -hmm. guys in Mexico are looked at as real-life superheroes. We talked about kayfabe and explained to Menti what kayfabe was before, where you act the gimmick and everything you do in wrestling is real. Well, for the luchadors, they take it to the umpteenth degree. Even grown men still look at these guys as if they're more than human as a way of escaping. So you take a character that's so enthralled in the culture that not many people know about or really care about, add a person or an actor, I guess we're going to call him now, that's passionate about both comics and wrestling. This is a recipe for another Deadpool. This is a recipe for a, a product that could be huge. And I think because it's luchador specific, it's something that's going to be hard for Sony to mess up because the more over the top and crazy it gets, the more fans of luchas are going to love it. Yeah, the, the less they focus on character because they are horrible when they focus on character. <laughs> horrible. Power, I'm surprised uh, with your reaction to this. Well, I hate Bad Bunny, but when I looked at what it was, mm-hmm. I, I I can't deny that this is a smart move. I and agree. To be and honest. Th- this, is, this is how it ties to Moon Knight. This is exactly how it ties to Moon Knight, because the luchador culture is the backbone of this movie, not the character. That, because nobody knows the character. He's in two issues. He's invented two right. issues in 2016. That was it. But the opposite of Moon Knight, where this character basically is the culture, where Moon Knight is an Egyptian. Sure. Th- Sure, but Moon Knight's been around long enough that he has an established personality, multiple established personalities, where instead the writer and director decided, we're going to push all that aside, and we're going to focus on the Egyptian aspect of it, and then we'll kind of wrap that around 
the main character, which is what they're going to do with Sony because he doesn't have a lot of books that you can pull stories from. He's got one, right? So they can make up any kind of character they want from him. They can, right. they, can soup, they can step and wolf this guy all day long. They tried to do that with Moon Knight, which was the mistake. But the big difference between them is the culture is the character for this character. Sure, but th that's because the character has nothing else to go off of. There's no other books. There's nothing else that you. Sure, you can say that, but there's nothing else to go with. Other, the most of those books are Spider-Man. <laughs> he's a luchador wrestler from Mexico. So that's if you went off of that. When you look at mm -hmm. Moon Knight, the Egypt part of Moon Knight is the smallest part of it. Yep. Yeah. And I, what I'm trying to say to you, Mauer, is that if there were 17 years of books based around this character, you can make the argument that it's the reverse. It's impossible to make the argument when there's only two issues that you're going off of to argue against the point you're making. You get what I'm trying to say to you? There's no way he can be bigger than Luchador because he's not been around. He's not established. He's two issues in. In 2016 and never heard from again. That's it. That's all you got. And most of it goes to Spider-Man. So I'm not saying it could be cool. It could be very cool. And it's actually good for Sony to pick up something with a blank slate that they can't piss a lot of people off with because I don't want another Carnage. And yep. damn well and we don't want another Morbius. Speaking of the other Carnage, they did greenlight Venom 3. Okay. What? And more importantly, they greenlit Afterlife 2. That's Features, yes, why are you acting like too. it's a shock that they're going to do Venom 3? That's Those true. movies made money. They greenlit. <laughs> yeah, they did make they a lot greenlit of They greenlit Robotech. For anybody, anybody on what? the panel. What the hell's Robotech? Uh, it's toys. Big robots, oh. stuff like that. Robotech. Cool. Well, wait, not robots. I remember Robotech. Transformers. More than robots meets. It's not Robotech. I think Robotech, pre uh, Robotech pre predates Transformers by like a yeah. few years. I think Robotech was like late 70s, early 80s. And then, and then when were the GoBots? GoBots were simultaneous to the Transformers. The, the, they both came out at the same exact time. Yeah, you like would. You would, um, you would have a conversation. Volcano with and your Dante's friends. Peak. Uh, you would literally have a conversation with your friends, and your friends would be like, "Are you GoBot or are you Transformers?" Like you'd go over to somebody's house. Although GoBots were cheaper. Yeah, yeah, they were. They, they, they close the door if you say the wrong thing. It breaks up families. Maybe <laughs> Huey had no friends because he was the only one that was pro GoBots. It was until recently he became a Transformers fan. Oh, maybe Huey years. for for those unaware is is here Ouch. in the recording with us, but doesn't have an active microphone. So it's so much fun to mock him. <laughs> go, go going 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 through. And he was like a what was it? A VR Troopers fan instead of Power Rangers. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. What's hey, wrong with hey, VR we Troopers? Are VR all day. Hold, hold on. Day. <laughs> yeah. Were Were you mask or were you GI Joe? Both. Neither. Mask or both. Uh, no yeah. one knows what mask Nick, is. Both. Nick Fury and the Agents of Shield, bro. <laughs> that was the OG. I had, I had so much, so many mask toys. I, like, I would get up and run across the room now. to grab a couple, but I'm not going to do that right now. I, I so you have mask man. toys. Yeah, Cool. All right, all right, all right. Reel this in. Reel it in. Power I, I can bring it back. So just real quick, I'm seeing a date of 85 for Robotech. And just so we're aware of who the director is, it's the director of Hawkeye, um, Rice, oh, cool. something or other. That's going to, I forget his real name or his whole name. It's here somewhere. <laughs> is he yeah, going to cool. rip off Shane Black too? Uh, <laughs> I don't Again? know. Uh, Reese Thomas. He's going to be uh, doing the adaptation. It's a lot of anime too, all that stuff. So. Something to look forward to, maybe. I don't know. So Transformers cartoon was 84. Yeah, this was 85. When did the toys come out? Transformer. 
Transformers was before but, that, right? But we also just got uh, tied to the Sony real quick, and then we'll move on. Uh, the green lit for the Batman two. Yep. That I'm which okay. we pretty Sony. much it's knew Warner, was Warner coming. Brothers Discovery. Yeah. Um, it's a completely different company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's still things that got announced that were like you, done. Yeah, one makes a good it. movie, one does not. <laughs> Afterlife was a phenomenal movie. That's true. That's yeah. That's true. Afterlife is really good. Anything comic related has not been. However, I found this out. Oh uh, no, Spider Verse. <laughs> Spider Verse. Oh, and then we got Spider Verse. The fifteen minutes of it, and the name for the part two is going to wow. be called Beyond, Beyond. the Spider Verse. That if you were not alive and young, it's the Ewoks theory from uh, How I Met Your Mother. People that weren't young when Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two came out thought Afterlife was the worst movie that I've ever seen. Wait, what? Uh, what? I, I what? heard no bad reviews. Wait. So what? I was in a meeting at work. <clears throat> it is. Meeting but it's not at a bad work, movie. and I brought it up, and all of a sudden, all these younger people were like, that movie was freaking terrible. What? Like, all it did was throw nostalgia at you old it people. It makes sense, Mauer. It really does. If you didn't experience it, you wouldn't have the nostalgia, and that whole movie's motivation was nostalgia. That's what they did. Yeah, yeah. You know, they did exactly what Force Awakens did. Only yeah. they pulled it no, off in a good but way. But better. Yeah, no. They did they it did, a lot they better. They did do what Force Awakens did. Oh. <laughs> Force Awakens tried to do I what mean, they did. to grab for nostalgia, they did. No, yeah, but we'll Force Awakens was like, here's nostalgia. nostalgia. Eh, they didn't give you nostalgia. Else. They gave you the same story and just changed the names. <laughs> it was That's it was Pocahontas too. and Avatar. <laughs> was, they didn't even try. So Huey <laughs> it was said, like, uh, New Hope Part 2. <laughs> Huey said 84 for Transformers toys and cartoon. When were the GoBots toys and cartoons? Was there anything else with Sony? <laughs> no, that the was things it. We for- you guys would know better than me, but the thing- things a lot of people, at common people, forget about most of those cartoons is the toys came first. <laughs> they yeah. created the cartoon to sell the toy. <laughs> yep. Um, I love those shows on Netflix, the toys that made us. They're amazing. Yeah, they're Have you great. watched them, Mauer? Yeah, I watch them. Um, I'm waiting for them to do Centurions. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. Speaking but. of something that we all watched recently, let's go. Let's talk about that uh, that Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Oh, I think we should. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to sit back, let Rye talk. Uh, I guess what? I'm just going to tell Mal- everybody in case you haven't noticed. Rye, uh, Rye, the stop Thor- for a second. Stop what? for a second. Mauer, what? move the mic away from your mouth. No, you can't. Mauer decided he said he's going to lean back to let you talk, and I know what Mauer's going to do. Mauer, push the microphone away from your mouth. <laughs> Mauer, What's he gonna push do? the microphone away from your mouth. What's All right, he go ahead. Do? <laughs> All that I'm going to say is, if anyone hadn't heard, the Thor Love and Thunder teaser came out, and I enjoyed it. That's all I was going to say. Well, the kid, what, and why did you enjoy you, it? Would you like me to go further, Mauer? Yes. Would you I, like me to go further? No, no, Mauer, Mauer's, look, we all know Mauer hated the trailer, and Mauer hates everything about this. There's no point in even asking Hold him. Hold on, I like two parts of the trailer. It's going to be Debbie Downer <laughs> the whole time. There was two parts that were good. Can I guess the parts that Mauer didn't like about it? No, there's two Can parts I, I liked. What yeah, parts were those? <laughs> guess the two parts I liked. That's way tougher. Uh, when the trailer ended? Mauer yeah, liked was, the Guns N' Roses song, maybe? That's one. Yes. Okay. And the trailer ending. Uh, nope. Uh, okay. Uh, Mauer like no, Thor's. No, I know he did. Co- like, Ma- Mauer like Thor- Thor's costume in at least one of the scenes. That was Your it. Cl- that was scene it. where he's wearing like the cool it. jacket with the, the no. pants, uh, the, the jeans. No, no, no. What? Well, You're, well, so You're so close. You're so close. 
It was it was him running. It was showing the original costume with him running. Oh, when he was the kid. The classic yep. costume when they were running. Yeah, the, when they were the kid, and then he was, like, wearing the classic costume. All right, he said two good things. You can push your mic away again. <laughs> the thing he hated the most was the look of uh, Jane Foster's Thor. No. No. No? And I received like this text. He said, what's up with Thor doing CrossFit when he was <laughs> going with the chains? <laughs> no. Did, did anyone else think that he looked like a fat Forrest Gump? I, yeah. I saw that he was doing like, I'm tired. Yeah. I want to go home now. Yeah, yeah, was- <laughs> yeah. He had the hat. Like when Forrest does perfect. his run. And the beard, and the beard, he looked like fat Forrest Gump. It was incredible. Yeah, it was, right. it was cool. So Mauer, Mauer's out. What I really liked, I really loved, um, and this is not exactly the trailer, but immediately after that, you saw the official poster for it. And and I kind of got this vibe from the the feel of the trailer, but the poster looks like this trend. But the, by the way, I went into a crazy epic deep dive after I watched that trailer. There was a trend in the '80s to make high fantasy movies with, um, you know, big muscle bound heroes. You know, like Arnold Schwarze- Schwarzenegger's Conan, and there's a movie called Beastmaster. If you've ever heard of that, Dolph Lundgren. There's a movie called. Uh, and a movie I've never even heard of, there's one called Death Stalker. There's a whole Death Stalker series. There's one, two, three, and four. I didn't even know these existed. Yeah. But they all have these really cool movie posters um, that have a centralized hero in the center and usually like a lot of vertical movement up in the center. And I like the poster. It was exactly like one of those from the 80s. It really reminded me like of the, the, the Conan the Barbarian uh, uh, poster when... It first came out. It's a so He-Man I think poster. there's going to be a lot of nod, nod to that. He-Man, He-Man as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mauer, get away from the microphone. Yeah. That's good. That He contributed. Saying He-Man was perfect. That he doesn't it need all to alludes contribute. to the same thing. Just let him go. I think we're going to get crap. some strong He-Man vibes in this in this movie, and that's why I'm excited <laughs> Yeah, about but it's going to be Moscow. the Dolph Lundgren He-Man. No, nobody want Mauer, Moscow, what did you think? <laughs> it was too dark for that. I saw it quickly. I, I, it was forgettable for me. I'll, I'll wait to see the movie. I didn't revisit the trailer. I saw wow. it real quick and All right, features. I don't you know, nope. <laughs> features, what'd you think? <laughs> uh I think the trailer was cool. Uh I like the eighties vibe that it gives off. Um really interested to see what direction they're taking Thor. because uh, I at this point we, we see Jane Foster Thor. I'm kinda wondering, is she gonna be the next line of Thor movies or are we still gonna have uh what's my guy name? Thor's Thor. Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth. So, but I, I think it's dope. Well, he said he wanted to. He said he'll play the role as long as they'll have him. So I don't. I I would see they'd probably have two Thors before they get rid of Chris Hemsworth because of star power. He'll he'll. I think they'll turn him into the Thor I want him to be. Unworthy. So I think Chris Hemsworth will be like just show up <laughs> and then leave. And then you'll have Jane as the ongoing story Thor. But Chris Hemsworth will be just that badass shop, wreck shit, and leave. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, or he'll just be more cosmic related. Like he's the, he's technically Odin right now. So, regardless on whether or not Valkyrie's, in, you know, King Valkyrie's in control, he has the Odin force. Like the Thor force is with him. I don't know if they'll go into that in the movie, um, but at this point, he would be the most powerful he's ever been. So I don't see them getting rid of him. Um, I think the way that this is going to work, because we've seen with New Asgard in the trailer that they have tourism now uh, in New Asgard, and they had a yeah. whole area where they uh, they had like, a, a, I don't know, like a viewing area. And I think the pieces of Mjolnir were there in this little, this little I don't know, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was. It was like a place that people were waiting in line. But I think that's where Jane Foster is going to go and what's yeah. going to bring the hammer back together. You know what I mean? And I think that's what's going to create that Thor. Do you guys think that somehow in the story it's going to connect back to the fact that uh, Jane's body had absorbed a reality stone at some point? I think that's what maybe, they're doing instead of maybe cancer. It might. Yeah. Maybe that's what gave her cancer. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to be cancer. That's... because No, it's cancer. They already confirmed that. Oh, they confirmed it's cancer? Yeah, that's all. It's all. It's, so it's cancer, and, and honestly, getting rid of cancer takes a lot away from Jane's character because that's one of my one of my favorite moments in the uh, in the Avengers run that she was in was when she kisses uh, Falcon Cap, and everyone's shocked by it because she just then bails because she says she wants to go live her life, and they were like, "Isn't Thor like thousands of years old? What hurry is Thor ever in?" And that was such a cool aspect of her character because she has a ticking clock. Every single time she turns into Thor, her cancer gets worse or is no longer treated. So there, every time she takes on that power, she becomes more sick. So it slowly kills her every time she does it, which is much more interesting. Uh, too, it's too interesting of an aspect of her character in that arc to get rid of. I just thought they'd sense? replace it with generic killing me part B rather than say <laughs> the big C word. Oh, the big C word is so important to Marvel, though. It wouldn't surprise me if they used the big C word. The cancer, cancer and Marvel are go hand in hand. They I are mean, honestly, cancer on most... society right now. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> I'm sure I have an audio file society. for something on that. Uh, you were referring to Deadpool, right? No, are I'm just talking saying about they're, they're a growth that keeps getting bigger no matter how much you don't want it yes. to. Yes. Wouldn't you just say Disney? It's not just Marvel, Disney. That's true. <laughs> they own our children, man. They, they get the <laughs> male kids and the female kids. Are you saying cancer <laughs> for Deadpool? Is that what you were asking, Ron? Yeah, I was saying Marvel isn't afraid to go near the disease of cancer because like, you, it shows up in other comics. Like Deadpool, no, that's, he, he gets... That, you're right, but that's not the reason. The reason is, is one of the only characters to ever stay dead died of cancer. And that was Captain. That was Marvel. That was the original Captain. Marvel. Oh, okay, got it, got it. That Although, the didn't they just bring him to... back? Yeah, but uh, let's see if that actually holds true. You know what I mean? Like okay. that, that could be a clone. That could be like the Uncle Ben's been back, but he's never really been back. You know what I mean? Okay, true. <laughs> so, that, that, but that's I don't see them shying away from that. Um, so I'm I, I find it very intriguing that both I mean Jane Foster makes a lot of sense to kind of keep her away from the trailer. I was shocked that Gore really other than the remnants of Gore's like starting to kill gods, you don't see anything about the the villain or the 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 protagonist of the movie. Or the you did see excuse me. Taiki Wahiti well, whatever you say insert himself more into the movie. He's a pirate for something. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a he's a pirate somewhere. Yeah, I, I there's so much of this movie he's a, that he's I a pirate don't... in a show. He's a pirate in a show. And in the movie, right now. when you watch the trailer, well, he shows up as a pirate, a pirate when movie. Thor's on a pirate ship. Is he still? Uh, I don't know who he plays. I know nothing about him, but he's in it. They made a joke with at Screen Crush. They made a joke that he had to re reuse some of his sets, <laughs> so he just used sets from the TV show he was making. <laughs> yeah, he's just that director that inserts himself as much as he can to everywhere. But. But I look, don't know. We, Jane Foster's Thor is really cool. I mean, I, a, lot, a lot of people don't like Jane Foster's Thor. I thought Jane Foster's Thor run was pretty cool. There were some stupid things about Mjolnir I didn't like, but her character in general and her story was really good. 
Um, I love Gore. I think Gore, and they're, they're hinting that he's going to be more powerful than Thanos, so depending on how you want to take that. I mean, right off the bat, wow. showing us the downed god. What was what was the god's name? Um, okay, so there's a, in Jason Aaron's run, and I think the one of the first couple issues, you see a gigantic beast that's just laying with his bloody nose, uh, and he is... F- f- He's, a, he's something the behemoth. I forget his fall, 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 go out for 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 something. <laughs> for Morgan, for in that panel, they say that he's so strong that he wrestles black holes. <laughs> what? And then uh, Gore and Gore killed the behemoth. <laughs> he wrestles. Let me let, let's run, run this back. He wrestles black holes for fun, and Gore killed him. So <laughs> what's he doing? I don't know point? how they're gonna rectify that. They, they you're rectify. gonna say that <laughs> he rectifies you're gonna say that he hole. Can, all right, he can wrestle black holes. You guys watching Outer Range? If you that's about a black hole. No, all right, moving on. No, I think he'll definitely be more powerful than Thanos. Because if you think well, about I mean, it, Thanos wasn't he's wrestling black holes. Yeah. He's sticking around that hole. I mean, Thanos wasn't really that powerful in the grand scheme. He was more powerful than anything they've ever seen at that point, and he was smarter than most enemies they'd seen. But that's like comparing an NFL team to a junior varsity middle school team. You have to admit that Marvel's heroes, for the most part, were dolts in comparison. So... Hopefully they continue this path of having stronger villains that don't just get killed at the end of their storyline so we can have, you know, more fun with them. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Maurer. I'm getting kind of, I've watched a lot of these movies and TV shows and I'm getting tired of the trope of like the villain dying at the end of the movie. Or redeemed. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I like it like a villain that we, we, we have some hope for. Yeah, but they don't all it's have to either weird. die or be redeemed. Right. Like, that's I their know. choices. They can just escape and come back later. Do you think that they're going to tie the All Black into the Ebony Blade, or do you think it will be symbiote-related? Symbiote-related. So do you think it's going to tie to the Black Knight? As of right now, they're leaving it open until they renegotiate Tom Holland's contract. Interesting. I think that has a lot to do with it, depending on what that contract is and how much they get with Sony. They don't need to do that. What do they need yeah, to do? Yeah, but Sony has the uh, the vice grip on if it's going to be a symbiote. Well, they already they already have a symbiote True. in the MCU now, though. As long as Sony well, says they can. We have a tiny little piece of goo. <laughs> we don't. And technically, <laughs> if he has the all black. Like he's gonna be creating one of those those shadow things, baby Huey. What, what were Gore's little minions called? The shadow something. Remember they Marlin were like little jargling. symbiote, <laughs> little sim, symbiote demon things. And we and honestly, you actually, I mean, God only knows if that's one of them. But when you first see Jane Foster's Thor, watch the background again. You're gonna see some some scary looking things with gigantic teeth biting people in the background. And I think those are Gore's little minions, which are essentially like prehistoric symbiotes. Yep. Because that's yeah, what I think the sword they're gonna can leave create. It- up to where they could wipe it out and not impact the story if they have to until we get Tom Holland locked in again. I, he'll he'll think, get locked in. He's going to do it. 
He already said he just wanted a break. He wants to go do some other things. And he wants to be a he wants to be able to go skiing. That was the first thing he said. He wasn't allowed to go skiing the entire time. Did you ever see the photo of him right after No Way Home was finished? Or not No Way Home, um, Far From Home? Far From Home ends. He's immediately allowed to then go ski. He goes and skis and breaks his nose. And then calls (laughs) uh, Zendaya with a bloody face going, how cool is this? Because nobody cares. (laughs) Because he has nothing that he's... (laughs) He's just excited to have a bloody face. (laughs) So, So, yeah, it's... He will. He 100% will. I don't. I don't think. And I also. I, it was also nice seeing Thor's uh, goats. That was fun. And they. I mean, they play a role in the in the gore storyline. They save his ass one time. You can own um, that goat. But the. If you want it, it's in the Lego set. Oh, at Mosh at MoshcoCollects.com. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just in the Lego set. <laughs> I'm sure I'll <laughs> love the third act of this movie. It's, it's not as fun because because <laughs> every third act of the Thor movies have been great, and that's what Thor needs to be. You're going to hate the first act, which is all Guardians. The first act's going to be 100%. All The first half of the movie is going to be a Guardians movie. Second half's going to be um, Thor, uh, Jane Foster's movie. And Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill's coming in. And there's no way Beta Ray Bill doesn't show up in this movie. And we already know he exists in the MCU, so he's going to be there. For me and fans out there, can you re- uh, just tell me who he is again? Horseface Thor. The- Gorgonite. Isn't that what he is? Isn't he a Gorgonite or something like that? The original bearer yeah. of Stormbreaker. He's a Thor from another dimension. Or... He is, Same no, dimension. He's, a, he's from a it... world. Was it was it a world that was getting that was going to be eaten by Galactus? I forget what happened to his world. But something happened to his world where he's one of the last survivors and he's like he's like their champion and he fights Thor and he is and he's able to, he's one of the few times uh in the comics where someone's able to lift the hammer of Thor. And it's he's such a an impressive fight. Horbonite. I said Gorbonite. Gorbonite. Uh, um, Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, he, because he's able to lift Thor's hammer, they see each other as, as brothers, and uh, Odin decides to make him Stormbreaker. So that's where he gets Stormbreaker's hammer, which will probably be how the movie ends, which is Beta Ray Bill being given Stormbreaker. Oh, that would be cool. So then would that leave Thor with just Yarnbjorn? Yarn Bjorn is the, the Black ex. Berserkers. That, thank you, Baby Huey. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Features, Baby Huey answered a question from a while ago. They're called the Black Berserkers. That's the Yarn Bjorn. Yarn Bjorn. You Yarn say? My love for Yarn you. Ticking clock. <laughs> Berserker. <laughs> Would you like? No. Hold on. Berserker. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go watch. Uh, You're welcome. So, you know what the funny you know what the for everybody on this call the disappointing thing about uh, uh about Maurer's distaste for Taika Waititi's work he's not going to rent a theater for this movie <laughs> we don't we, we all have to go we're going to have to go to the regular theater for this <laughs> what don't what don't you like just his marvel work or all of everything he's ever done um i liked flight of the concords what about um the um what we do in the shadows i hate my wife watched an episode of that in front of me, and I wanted to commit Harry Carey. Wow. Oh, I love it. Wow. <laughs> I love every right. minute of it. It's a really good show. But no, it's... Well, let's... The biggest problem I have is Keith David should be the voice of Korg, and Taika Waititi should be the voice of Better Ray Bill. It fits so much better if they did that. No. Oh, he would I want, I want Keith Bill. David but as Better Ray Bill. But, 
but I'm you so can see an alien having that Tika voice more than the stone Cor- warrior. Yeah, but no. but it works so well. Go get him, new so dog. He's so good. But no, Mauer doesn't. Mauer doesn't like piss joy. off ghost. So <laughs> Korg is so he Korg is fun. He Korg is Mike Tyson. Korg is fun. Not You're right, baby, in the comic. He no, he's not. He's not. He's at all. not. No, he's nowhere close. No, they are not close. Meeks, none of them. <laughs> none of them no, are the I same. I mean, he is a a savage warrior that only purpose for living has been taken away from him, and becomes brothers with a war torn Thor. Like that's the character to be, and that's what they miss with Thor, because unfortunately, the second movie was done so poorly. That nobody liked it, so they went a complete opposite way to save him. And I see where it saved him, but there's still spots to tell. You know, Game of Thrones did so well. Like, there is a Game of Thrones-type story you could tell with Thor, and they're just not 100%. willing to do it. Not with Taika Waititi and not with the money that Ragnarok made. Taika Waititi, the, my, my biggest problem with him is that he said that he, in preparation for this movie, he read one single issue of Thor um and he didn't even finish it and he said we're well we're not doing that he goes i I love the art and i love the visuals but i don't want anyone talking like that in my movies you mean not with one minor joke the old english he doesn't well and and exactly what you were talking about with korg he doesn't want like yeah the the old the old english and the and the warriors kind of tone because it's not taika it would it would if that's the movie you want that's not the guy you hire (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know what you're getting going. Like if you if you hire Michael Bay to do you know Sleeping Beauty, it's gonna be a Fast very ten. So anyway, features. Let's let's move yes. on. Talk to me about uh, Laura Kenny. What's going on with uh, with all new Wolverine? Okay, so this kind of so what's happening with Laura Kenny X twenty three when we're familiar with uh, is also. Not also, but she is the new Wolverine. Um, so right now, currently in the X-Men titles, there are two Wolverines. There's Logan, whom we know, and then there is Laura Kenny, who is his clone slash daughter. Um, since Hickman came along and kind of flipped the X-Men world that we know, uh, now they're currently in his run uh, living on Krakoa, in the island of Krakoa. They have plants that allow them to heal humans, extend life. And that's where they market with the worlds, and they have sovereignty from the rest of the human world, which is all cool things. All the things that we wanted to happen for the X-Men and are now have happened. And there's another concept that has been introduced, which is uh, resurrection, right? There we go. <laughs> so, I wonder when we're getting to that. <laughs> oh, we got there. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Hey, I don't you, want to do You wanted night. to give us a two-year-long breakdown, <laughs> and I just said, what's happening with Laura? And you went, well, Krakoa goes back to the first issue of... <laughs> well, yeah, because... And it has ties to the X-Men from 1963, where once <laughs> they had a crack in the wall, okay. and he went, oh, uh, that thing over there... Oh, uh, that's important. where they got Krakoa. I get it. That's uh-huh. where... I got it. I got it. Why didn't right, go back features. that far? Now, but now that you've now that you've sped up a couple years, what's happening now? <laughs> it was necessary for me to to mention Krakoa and, and that they're living there because they now have their their resurrection protocols. And what happened essentially is uh, they have this thing now where they're not sure whether they should bring back clones of mutants, but they've done so for Laura Kenny, and 
the thing that happened to her, her new power is now now she has an adamantium skeleton. So before she only had adamantium claws. Now she has an entire adamantium skeleton. And it's kind of a big Somebody deal. Somebody press the wrong button. See, this is this is why they should have just stopped this book when Hickman wanted to stop it. When Hickman wanted to move on to his final part, this is why they should have let him. Because what about being part of Wolverine means that that resurrection pods would give you animantium, an adamantium skeleton? He was given that later. He doesn't have that in general. Yeah, but it ties into the original story that he was trying to tell that there might be more of an influence rather than resurrection, that there's a, a thought and a controlling factor behind it that they're not aware of sure so, but why but it, animentium is one of the most rare metals on earth and all of a sudden if it can reproduce wolverine if it can uh bring wolverine back with the antimantium in it then it can give antimantium is, to anyone which it shouldn't bring him back with it either <laughs> well krakoa actually has its own, of its own supply of adamantium yeah so that's interesting that's so adam, so it has an adamantium supply that it injected into Laura's cocoon? I guess. They haven't gone into detail how it worked out for it to, to be that way. Because um, they have protocols when they resurrect mutants, but and they, they pick and choose who they will resurrect if they're worthy enough, obviously. And you have to fight Apocalypse, which is messed up, if you ask me. <laughs> um, but... Well, you know you're going to die, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i, if you I can guess there was some not die when i kill you <laughs> there was well, some that's, type that's of the mistake sad truth that he could kill you and then they don't bring you back <laughs> they could just straight up go all right well you died he was unworthy sorry <laughs> george <laughs> sorry george we're not sure if he put up a good he fight or not the, but uh, the most powerful mutant of all time and he won we didn't <laughs> think that happened what's well, the thing i don't yeah, think I, anybody ever wins but go ahead. What were you about to say? Please? I don't think that they should keep this going. I feel well, like I don't X-Men think Hickman going... had a good plan in the beginning for this. I think Hick... yes, I absolutely think he did. He, wanted... no, he, did. he had a I whole other book he wanted to do, and they never they didn't give him a chance to do it because all the writers we talk... we had a whole show about this. All the other writers were so deep into the books they were working on with Marauders, and they they had their own stories going. They didn't want to wrap them up, and he was like, well. I have another project I've been signed on for. I either have to leave uh, to allow them to keep going or they have to stop so I can finish my book. And well, no, they I, decided. The whole resurrection thing, I just think, was dumb. Oh, I liked it. I, I thought I it was good that, for what it was. I, yeah, I don't think it's bad. It was a shocking I, I think, first two issues. <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're back. I think this revelation Yo, of, first of people being able to update their powers might be a bad thing because it, it, it kind of plays out like when we do fusions. Well, you're just you're allowing yourself to jump the shark early, like you took a cool concept that 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 worked, and then you're gonna beat it into the ground because for right. some reason we need to give Laura an adamantium skeleton, even though that's something that made her unique. Like I don't need Wolverine two. I like Laura because of who Laura is, not because. Yeah, she's Wolverine. Does that make sense? Like, spoiler sense. alert, though, Krakoa is going to become the villain. Oh, that'd be cool. What? Because it's sentient. It is. Yeah, no, that's but true. They, that, that, they... that might be how he wanted to end the book. That would have been a really cool way to end it. Ooh. Jonathan, so it would have its own end. army of whatever it wants, 
So it's been taking this time to fine tune the way to manipulate, and now and it has all it. these it things. A, well, here's the thing: the first issue, they wasn't it? already. Yeah. What, was it? what were you saying? In in what first issue? Waiting for you to finish. No, I was about to say that, like no, in, in, in the his first appearance, he was a villain. The Krakow yeah. was a villain. The first appearance. In the first appearance, but now they have Cipher, who they have directly communicating with Krakoa. So, Krakoa even becoming a villain right now—that'd be a—that would be an interesting story to see how it unfolds. Um, but also, there was Krakoa is actually not even whole right now. If you remember, or if you've if you've kept up with the uh, X of yeah, Swords storyline, right? And the 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 other half is where Apocalypse actually ended up staying, where his quote unquote wife was, and that was the bad part of Krakoa. So they're yeah, it, we're getting uh King of the Monsters at the end of this. It's going to start producing its own versions of the heroes. It's going to make them massive um, amalgamations of powers, and then they're going to realize they were messing, uh, playing God too much, and you're going to see a whole bunch of shit get reset back to zero because that's what they do. Moving I, I kind of like the idea of Krakoa becoming a villain, but it's. That I don't know, man. I feel like to let Jonathan Hickman do its thing. Go ahead, Rye. Relix. Uh, uh, this is about movies, but it's still related to X twenty three. Do you think Daphne Keene is going to get a chance to no. reprise nope. the role? Not a nope. chance. As a grown up, not going to happen. Niz nil. Nah. But speaking of X, going to give it to you, Moshko. You got anything you want to add to this conversation? Well, I was going to talk Punisher, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can talk to Punisher. Punisher? But uh, X X isn't going to give it to us because uh, Mr. Lin. What we're talking about is uh, Fast and Furious. You know, we keep we have this ongoing topic that we need to pretty much talk about all the time now. Uh, but Justin <laughs> Lin, who you know directed at least half of the movies at this I'm point, a huge right, fan. right, he dropped out of directing. They were they started filming this past week, I believe, for a couple of days ago. And he's already, uh, due to creative differences, he's leaving the project. He's still staying on as a producer, but he will not direct the film. How about that? Yeah, the only one I haven't watched was Nine. Did you like Nine? Eh. I think they eh. they go downhill kind of after like six, maybe. Just kind of eh. I don't know. I'm every right one of them has you. their own kind of, right. I like it for this reason. Like eight, I really liked for like certain aspects of it. Um, listen, if we can get James Wan back, yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. You know, he did a great. What was he? Uh, Furious Sophia 7. Coppola. That's who. That's who I want to see do the Sophia next Coppola. one. Sophia Coppola. I want to see Sophia Coppola do Fast but, Ten. <laughs> but what if they just let Vin Diesel do the last two? Yeah. I mean, Steven Spielberg honestly said the world would suffer if he doesn't direct more films. A direct quote from Steven Spielberg. I don't even know. What did Vin Diesel direct? I can't remember. A few, he did Strays, a few small indies. He got okay. put into Saving Private Ryan because Spielberg saw one of his short films in a festival and fell in love with his directing. And that's how he got put in Saving Private Ryan. And over the years, they've become friends and a mentor. And Spielberg always keeps pushing him to direct more and you know put his creativity out there he was the one that said you know when you're getting into these projects get producer status so you can influence the creativity on them so the whole reason why he has kind of ownership to the pitch blacks uh, franchise and 
you know, the Fast and Furious and what he's doing with the Triple X now is because of Steven Spielberg saying, this is what you need to do. Yes, mentor. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Moshko say we were going to talk about the Punisher? We're getting there. That's what I heard. But X wanted to give it to you first, so. (laughs) Thought we would. (laughs) But But I think Moshko could also be right with Michael Bay. So th- so no, this okay, this go. this jumped up on I saw uh, deadlines post and immediately there were it was up for a minute no one commented I wrote on there it's time to contact Michael Bay so we'll, I doubt that would ever happen but I'll tell you what if there was ever a franchise to give Michael exactly. Bay it's Fast and Furious as I, I don't disagree with you yeah, as totally. I grow older and I watch some of these movies you know for the umpteenth time you know he he catches a lot of crap for his over the top productions and everything like but all of his movies are entertaining as all heck i, I pre-gamed this part of the conversation by watching armageddon See, like <laughs> half the time you don't even realize you're watching a michael bay until like some explosion goes garbage. off and you're like ah, garbage <laughs> don't be a hater well here here yes, I bad boys like, bad we boys know this too. we're aware that i don't like them well oh, how I about like bad boys and bad I think boys too. sore because he ruined his franchise i can't blame him for that <laughs> He ruined multiple franchises. He went, he went childhood by childhood. Menti, you said garbage, and I'm going to segue into The Punisher here. I, I'm not going to... The, the, first, the first issue of the new run from, uh, what, Jason Aaron came out uh, roughly a month oh, ago. The new, this is the new... Issue two is coming this out. This is the new... Right. I'm not going to dive... The, the golden child that has... <laughs> I'm not going to dive into everything about the book, and I'm going to give the spoiler right out. It, I'm... It's coming. So, and I wouldn't even say as a spoiler because it's the end of the first book, which is going to set the tone for the entire run, I believe. Uh, but ultimately, well, spoiler alert! Then. Ultimately, Frank Castle is uh, basically running the hand. He's the warlord of yep. the hand. This, the first, and that's the whole point of the new symbol, right? Right, right. That's why it's a little more. Uh, eh, I don't know what word I'm looking for here. But let me get to the tribal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll work. Let me get to the end though, because this this is where. You might say it's garbage. You might not say it's garbage, and and we'll. I want to. I want to hear what Rye has to say on this. Actually, the f- the final panel of the first book, and again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Issue two comes out like I'm tomorrow. Uh, he wakes up in bed with his wife. The whole Krakoa, what? Mer- uh, Maria, what or whatever. Krakoa. No, Krakoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but after what had Nothing. happened? Nothing. She's alive. She's just bed. alive. That's how this. No, what's he doing before it, he goes into waking banging up? Banging Krakoa. <laughs> it, <laughs> is, she, is she the black swan? It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what he was doing even before the the, the whole. I mean. Yeah, well, they the haven't yeah, it, it, It's just giving you a, a background up to that point of why he's kind of with the hand, which we don't really need to get into, but the. You know, obviously the whole point of the Punisher is his family was murdered and there you have the Punisher and what he does. She's now alive in this story arc. And that's probably why he's controlling the hand is the hand either her back either life. is manipulating him through some kind of necromancy magic or they literally brought well, her back Well, is it like Daredevil? Is he they, being, they can do. Is he being controlled by the beast like Daredevil in Shadowlands or? I don't think like, he's being controlled on? by the beast yet. Yeah, we're not to that um, point. I think. I think it's going to show that they promised to bring his wife back. Mm. And that's why yeah, he's it could be an them. illusion or it could be re- resurrection. You um, know, like but I think in the end, he's going to have to kill his wife. 
and uh yeah that would be nuts that would be nuts and we're gonna get a new dark version of the punisher again it's like when barry had to let his mom die that would be nuts Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it intrigues me moshko wow everybody it it intrigues me moshko to answer your question (laughs) yeah yeah i'm you know i'm interested to read the next book it's one of the few I follow. It makes sense why he. I can't see why he would want to join the hand in the first place. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. That's yeah. an interesting way to go about well, it. I I like that more than I thought I was gonna because honestly I didn't want to give this book a chance. Oh really? Just, uh, I don't care enough about the hand or I, I like Punisher, but I don't want I don't want Samurai Punisher. <laughs> see, anytime the hand is taken a step into the forefront of a Marvel story. It's been gold. Yeah, so the, that's true. You but know, they, they have they, a I really good agree track. Agree with that, Mauer. Like, when they go, hey, we're going to do a hand story, and it's not just, like, the bad guy, um, you know, like, oh, bad guy of the week, but it's, like, the forefront of the story. They put a lot of thought into it, because the hand to Marvel is something they haven't tainted or jumped the shark with yet. It's kind of like when you see... Uh, a big event. What's I uh, lost in the word? The DC events. Uh, crisis. crisis. When you see the word crisis, you know shit. Some stuff's going down. When you see the hand step to the front, it's like oh shit. Oh yeah. It's about to bit get big. So, um, I read this issue yesterday because I was out of Moon Knight stuff to read and. Oh, you have a better idea. I read it a month ago, so I don't recall everything about it. But I know we never mentioned anything about it. So, I have a feeling that this book is going to do two things, and then we can end. One, it's going to reinvigorate the purpose of the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Two, it's going to allow them to reframe the Punisher in a way uh, with all of the social commentary that's been put onto the Punisher's sh- uh, shoulders where they can control that narrative just a little bit more. Do you think the new logo stays permanent, or do you think no, it goes not away? At all. No, at the end of it, he might not have the original logo, but it won't be this logo. Got it. Because so. I think the logo needs to stay. I think I think changing it and making it go away permanently would be, I don't know, man, like just icky. There's too much money behind that logo. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's, it away. might go back to the original logo, but they might change it just enough. Once every, yeah, it, it, it eventually will go back to the original logo when... I like this new logo, though. I'm not going to lie. The the combination of the hand mythos with the Punisher is cool. Um, We'll see what happens, and we'll see who gets involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this story has potential to be big. I just hope Jason Aaron doesn't try to make it like this big world story. Right. The hand is good when it does, like they can impact the world, but in a small way. You know, street level not influence. Street level, but still it. huge impact. Like yeah. uh, Shadowland mm-hmm. was a huge impact, but I mean. still yeah. street level. That's what I'm thinking. And Jason Aaron's does this a lot. And it's not just Jason Aaron's, it's everybody at Marvel. But this whole power swapping nonsense that they've been doing for years now is just getting tiring. It's just, it's like, a, it's like you beat this horse to death multiple times. Every single time a new book is announced, somebody switches powers with somebody because they're just out of ideas. I mean, hell, Jason Aarons is also currently doing the Multiversal Avengers, and Thor just became Iron Fist. 
Hey, as long as Punisher doesn't become an angel shooting angel bullets again, I'm good. Angel bullets. Yes, that was bad. That <laughs> was right. bad. But I just I, I just would like stories to be told about the characters that, that are there opposed to shoehorning two characters together because you didn't have a better idea. Which brings us back to where we started. Just so everyone's aware, there's going to be a lot more Darth Vader, apparently. There's rumor that Hayden Christensen might reprise the role as Vader for more D- Disney Plus shows. That could be uh, exciting. Apparently, he scared the shit out of uh, Ewan McGregor on set when he first showed up, and it made him feel like he was six again. Anyway, that's why Darth Vader's in the image. Ba-bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brings us back to Moon Knight. And on that note, let's get the beef out of here. <laughs> You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Also go to Moscow Collects, buy some stuff, support the show. There's masks since mandates are back in Philly. Although the mask mandate went away in Philly already, so buy them anyway, (laughs) just for nostalgia. Nostalgia. You know, if you ever want to think back at this time. (laughs) If you appreciate uh, what we do here, uh, give us a uh, a thumbs up, comment, like. Subscribe, subscribe. All it all goes a long way. Once again, I'm Menti. <laughs> I'm Moshko. Yeah, Moshko collects, and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm features. features. And that's features. And I'm yeah. features. <laughs> he had the Method Man thing going on there. What? <laughs> and uh, Ryan, where can we find you? I'm Ryan Patterson. Too late. <laughs> it's uh, time for us to go. Don't follow. Don't Mallard, find me anyway. <laughs> don't uh, find me anyway I don't want to hear from any of you we'll lunatics. catch you outside <laughs> uh, how about that yeah <laughs> about that hey Deuces. uh it's it's good seeing you Rye yeah good seeing yeah. you on that note beep you <laughs> beep you too Excelsior